بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمد صلی اللہ رسول کریم اما آباد یسٹرڈے وی ڈسکسڈ دا ایسپیکٹ آف شکر دیٹ دس از سم تھنگ دیٹ وی شوڈ میک پارٹ آف آور لائف دیٹ آل دا ٹائم وی آر انگیج ان شکر مینس لائف از ان ون آف ٹو کنڈیشنس either that he is in some situation, some condition which is deemed to be positive. He's in a condition of health, in a condition of prosperity, in a condition of ease, in a condition of happiness. So this is a positive situation. So in all these positives, his life should be filled with shukar on every such thing. And as mentioned yesterday, that from the beginning of the day, we have been taught shukar. First thing a person wakes up, and the dua that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught us at that time of the morning, upon awakening, these are duas that we should be reciting. Sometimes you ask a person, what dua you read when you wake up in the morning? So he just shakes his head, so you don't know whether he doesn't need any dua or he doesn't even wake up. Ask him, do you wake up in the morning? He says, well, yes, I do wake up in the morning. So we should start our morning with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. And what a wonderful way Nabi Islam taught us to start our morning. Alhamdulillahilladhi ahyana ba'dama amatana wa ilayhin nushur. Among the adab and the sunnats of that is a person wakes up, then to rub the inner part of the palms on the eyes. This was also the practice of Rasulullah Islam which is meant to take away the effects of the sleep and to recite the kalima and recite this dua alhamdulillahilladhi ahyana alhamdulillah is an expression of shukar so right from the beginning of the day till the end of the day it's filled with shukar but then dunya is dunya dunya is not a place that a person can expect it to be jannat Jannat is that place where there is no difficulty, no hardship, no grief, no pain, no sorrow. That is Jannat. In dunya, no matter who it may be, whether it is a pauper, whether it's a king, everybody has their fair share of difficulties, of anxieties, of pain, of whatever. So these conditions are, in a way, we may refer to it as negative conditions. That a person is in a state of difficulty, he's in pain, he's in grief, he's in adversity, poverty, all these are negative situations. So anything negative, this is something to be making sabr on. And a mu'min's life revolves between these two great ibadats, shukr and sabr. And a person who truly holds on to these two great ibadats, his whole 24 hours of his life will become ibadat. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam summarizes these two things in one hadith, that ajaban li amril mu'min. That subhanallah, how wonderful is the issue of a mu'min. That kullu ajaban li amril mu'min, inna kullahu, inna kulla amrahu lahu khair. That everything is good for him. Everything becomes good for him. How? In asabatu sarra shakara fakana khairan la. Or in asabatu darra sabara fakana khairan la. If some good comes to him, some good condition comes to him, 
on all these good things he keeps expressing shukr this becomes good for him good for him that it takes him closer to allah taala if in that ease in that prosperity he forgets allah taala he becomes ungrateful that is a musibat that itself becomes a azam but he is grateful he makes shukr fa kana khairan that takes him closer to allah taala and if any difficulty comes on him when asabatu darra sabar then he makes sabar upon it that becomes good for him so this is the other ibadat one was shukr this other great ibadat is sabar and there are many many virtues for different a'mal in the quran sharif in the ahadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam different a'mal specific virtues have been mentioned but when it comes to sabr allah taala says in the quran sharif inma yuwaffa as-sabiruna ajrahum bi ghayri hisab that those who are truly patient allah taala gives them the reward limitless bi ghayri hisab now what is this sabr all about sabr simply is that in whatever condition a person is he is still happy with the decree of allah taala not that he won't feel pain that is after all the difficulty is having he's feeling pain he's feeling the anxiety or whatever difficulty is experiencing but he's got no complaint against allah taala he engages his mind positively in that also that indeed this is a difficulty on me i'm experiencing this pain i'm experiencing this grief but allah taala is al hakim the all wise no nothing from allah taala side is devoid of his infinite wisdom i cannot appreciate what the hikmat of this is but allah taala knows what's best for me but nevertheless i am the weak servant of allah taala so i'm begging allah taala for his help I will beg Allah Taala for His afiyat, beg Allah Taala to save me and protect me from all trials. Now, this thinking in this manner is the sabr, engaging his mind positively and submitting himself to Allah Taala in that condition. That this illness, this is a difficulty. Beg Allah Taala for shifa, for afiyat. But in that moment in time, while that illness is still there. Allah knows best what's good for me. Perhaps this has become a means of so many of my sins getting forgiven inshallah. This is becoming a means of my stages getting raised. But yes, I will beg Allah Taala for afiyat. I'm a weak servant of Allah Taala. So I will not ask for any trial, for any test. We should never ever ask for that. Always ask for afiyat, for safety, for ease. But to engage the mind in this positive manner in the difficulty Now, what is going to be the benefit of this? To start off with, that difficulty will become easy to bear. And if a person doesn't engage his mind positively, that same difficulty will become double. Double in the sense, not that that difficulty will increase, but he will feel the difficulty within himself double. Because on the one hand, he is experiencing that pain. and then he is agonizing over why he got this pain he is now unhappy with this decree of allah taala so this now will create frustration 
this will create that kind of frustration which will now overwhelm him. And he'll feel that why in the whole world besides me nobody else got left. This becomes an objection against Allah Ta'ala. So that difficulty will still be there but he will start feeling it double. And when he engages his mind correctly then he will start feeling some kind of comfort within himself. That difficulty will still be there. Allah Ta'ala will remove it also inshallah. But there will be some tasalli, some comfort within his heart that this too is good for me. How many times we deliberately undertake very difficult things because we know what will be the good returns for it. A person undertakes so many sacrifices because he sees some profit coming out of it. So he's ready for all that. So likewise, when he's going to focus correctly, this will become very much easier to bear. And then the biggest thing is that he will get this limitless rewards. This is the real thing. That in that condition now, he made sabr, and the sabr takes him to Allah Ta'ala. In one hadith, Nabi Salaam says that on the day of Qiyamah, there will be an announcement. And some people, some people will be coming straight to Jannat. And they will be asked, who are you? Where are you going? He says, Nahnu We were those who exercised sabr in dunya. Say, okay, very well, you go ahead straight to Jannat. So this is sabr all about. That a person engages his heart and mind correctly, and he has no complaint against Allah Ta'ala. Sabr doesn't mean that he won't feel pain. Sabr is not even negatory of a person expressing some grief. Person is grieved, he might cry also. That too is not something against sabr. Sabr doesn't mean he won't make any effort to remove the difficulty. If he's ill, he will undertake treatment, he'll go to the doctor. All this is part of sunnat also. But his heart will be connected to Allah Ta'ala. And there won't be any complaint in his heart against Allah Ta'ala. So this becomes the other very great ibadat. And the expression of sabr, as the expression of shukr was alhamdulillah, and all the various ways of expressing shukr with that. Likewise, the expression of sabr is inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. This is not something restricted to upon hearing the news of somebody's passing away. On any difficulty, the candle or the lamp got extinguished in the house of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He recited, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu anha asked that, are you reciting Inna lillah? Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Kullu ma al-mu'mina fahuwa musibatun. Whatever difficulty comes on a mu'min, this too is a difficulty. This too is a difficulty on this too. A person, this is a musibat. A person decides, Inna lillah, this takes him closer to Allah Ta'ala. So a mu'min's life revolves between these two all the time. There cannot be a third condition. Either it's something positive or something that he finds some difficulty in. On every positive expressing shukar, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. And anything, any difficulty, inna lillah, or engaging his mind in that way. That this too is something, some khair in this too. And nevertheless ask for afiyat. So when a mu'min continues in this too, there's what else is left? This is the shortcut to ma'rifat. That this will take him to Allah Ta'ala. So Allah Ta'ala give us this tawfiq to forever be engaged in these ibadats. Ibadat of shukr, ibadat of sabr. Allah Ta'ala bless us inshallah. The
Mamulat of the morning, last three ayat of Surah Al-Hashar, 70,000 angels are appointed to make dua and maghfirat for the person, and he passes away in the cause of that day, he passes away as a shaheed. The same reward for reciting it at night. A'udhu billahi al-sami'il alimi min ash-shaytan al-rajim. A'udhu billahi al-sami'il alimi min ash-shaytan al-rajim. A'udhu billahi al-sami'il alimi min ash-shaytan al-rajim. Hu Allahu alladhi la ilaha illahu. عالم الغيب والشهادة هو الرحمن الرحيم هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو الملك القدوس السلام المؤمن المهيمن العزيز الجبار المتكبر سبحان الله عما يشركون هو الله الخالق البارئ المصور له الأسماء الحسنى يسبح له ما في السماوات والأرض وهو العزيز الحكيم The last three قلز بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس سبحان الله